Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I am back. We are back. AJ's back. DP's back. Uh, But not Marky this week. Uh, Your boys, 75% of your boys are back this week. Uh, Marky, like we mentioned last week, if you listen to the podcast, is on a little vacation. Um, Much needed. He's been crushing it down at the Movie Council headquarters lately, just doing a whole lot of, you know, whatever the fuck goes on in the art and security department. He's been crushing it. He's doing well. He deserves some time for some rest. Hope he has a drink. I hope he gets laid. Is that weird because his wife is our niece? Is that weird that I just said that? Is that it's did weird. I just, it's, did I just it, Yeah, it's weird. DP? Yeah, it, it's pretty weird. I, I've known her since the day she was born. So, mm, mm. yeah, it, it's a little weird. But, you know, not totally. I, but we, we're not all, totally. We're all yeah. hoping. For, let's just say we're all hoping for the best for him. How's that? But, that yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. That works. Yes. So everybody, this is episode 47. Hey, oh, I just I'm going old school, AJ. I just went back. I went back to one of the origins. <laughs> Thoughts or do I need something no, new every week? No, no, no. That's great. I right. mean, I just, you know. Inevitably, things are going to be recycled. It's yeah, and bad. that's that's like that. I mean, that is like the tagline of this show is hey, oh. So I mean, I was yeah, I, I was a big fan. Yeah. It's either so, that, actually yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say if we're gonna if we're gonna go old school, uh, maybe AJ could uh, get drunk and pass out before the end. Yeah, of the- that's that's <laughs> real old school. That's real. That's from the beginning stages of the show. But, all right. Anyways, we're we're deviating those, here. Let's those days are behind me. This is uh, yeah. Are, though I've seen the are. error of my ways. Why are you buying? Anyways, all right. So let's 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 get here. We have a very special episode this week because we have a special guest filling in for Marky, and we will get to that special guest in just a minute. But of course, we have to start off going around the panel talking to my boys my big bros just my big bros tonight very excited about this uh so first off we're gonna start off with the co-founder the coo my big bro um again he's holding steady at number one in the world rankings for movie guys which is a copious list i mean it's long and distinguished uh he is number one ranked. he's like Djokovic right now you've been seeing that guy lately (laughs) number one movie guy in the world the hot shot banker Mr. Andrew Sherry, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. Um, I'm really enjoying these sort of, as, as I think of them, escalating honorifics yeah. that are yeah. coming my way each and every week. They t- they're starting to escalate and get <laughs> more boisterous, I guess. Is well, I, right mean, I mean, I'm never, I'm never one to exaggerate. Uh, <laughs> I'm always just right down the middle, just cut and dry, baby. You know me. Right, right. Straight shooter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Written all over me. <laughs> I'm doing good. It's been a long week, but uh, oh looking forward to uh, talking tonight about movies. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's uh, let's talk to another one of my big bros, my actually ex-social media mogul real quick before I do that. AJ, I know we didn't get a lot of action because you're the fucking social media guy now. Um, I don't know why I did that with my hands. People, you can't, yeah. you can't see me, but I'm doing something weird with my hands. You're the social media 
guy now uh, i know we didn't get like much messages uh much messages that's not english many messages uh or any messages at all but we have some new followers right yeah yeah we i i, I get these notifications on this this smartphone that i have that says i keep getting we keep getting more followers so we're up to 85 or 86 so yeah i've been yeah, noticing not that too. bad and uh you yeah. know we got a decent amount of likes on our last post uh, in, including you know our guest tonight i think she liked our mm-hmm. post. <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll get to her we'll get to her in just a minute uh, of course dp my uh producer my uh chief comedy officer he's very he's very handsome he's very sexual very toit mr dan sherry what's up man okay terrific <laughs> oh. how's it going hey it's uh hey yo it, it's it's been a good week i mm. i gotta admit the last night was a little rough uh you know i was sitting i was on the couch i was watching tv and uh for like an hour all of a sudden the floor turned into lava and it was really tough getting around the house i had to like toss toss pillows on the floor mm-hmm. and jump from pillow to pillow just mm-hmm. to get to the bathroom so Mm-hmm. Um, other than the floor turning into lava, life's been pretty good. So AJ, AJ, what's he getting at right now? I'm not following <laughs> this one. I'm not I'm not on this. I'm not That's on that. I, I, I almost I, feel I, like I missed something. He, he did acid last night. <laughs> I, I feel it, like I missed something. It, it might have just been a flashback. Who knows? Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, you you are chock full of those, my man. I'll tell you that right now. All right. So we got a great uh episode tonight because all flows together. We have a special guest host tonight filling in for Marky. Uh, she Ooh. has been one of our, um, if not, I mean, it is trademark. She is our favorite listener. That's that's official. She's our favorite listener. She's one of our most faithful listeners since pretty much since the, the very beginning of this. Um, there's nobody I can think of more deserving to come on and, and uh, um, co-host tonight. She is, uh, let's think of some superlatives here. She's the, the, the very beautiful uh, the very, uh, uh, the hair is looking athletic. Yeah, she's quite, yes, I like that. I love that. The very beautiful, the very athletic, the very sexual, the very, <laughs> the very, the hair is looking almost raven tonight. Like it's, it's really, it's really gorgeous. You look amazing. We are so lucky to have you tonight. We have the movie council podcast, favorite listener, miss Rachel Smith. How are you? My love. Hey, how's it going? We're hanging in there. Uh, first of all, I just want to say real quick, if we have outed you as someone who's in witness protection with the name Rachel Smith, I'm very, very sorry about that. So whatever gangster is coming to get, let's, let's just hope they don't listen to the Movie Council podcast. This is the one time I, I don't want somebody to listen. So very sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. I have my next name picked out. I'm thinking like Candy Jones, a little bit more stripper-esque. Yeah, I like that. Uh, if, anybody can pull off a, if anybody can pull off a stripper look, it's you. Let's be honest. Let's, <laughs> let's just call, let's call it what it is. Or DP. What DP, what I'm about sorry. Me? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, DP definitely uh, is more of the stripper type. He, he definitely is. You ever you never seen you've never even seen him dance. Okay, first <laughs> off, he's a, a fantastic dancer. So um, I got real, rhythm, baby. Let's let's, <laughs> let's go. Let's talk real quick though. Uh, so we we have only known each other what like a year? No, a little more than that. Because I started uh, a little under a year. Yeah, because I year. I started going to Rachel because she is a personal trainer. 
Um, and if, I mean, you guys have seen me, I clearly could use any fucking help possible in that arena. Uh, so I started going to Rachel. I trained with her a couple times a week. She was lovely. We had a great time together. I started telling her about the podcast and she immediately was like, AJ, you're going to love this. She was like, Oh my God, I used to work at blockbuster video. I love movies. That's the truth. <laughs> so I don't work- know. I don't know, Rachel, if you know this, but <laughs> it's never I been used mentioned. To, it's never been mentioned on the podcast, but I used to work at Blockbuster. Really. <gasps> no <laughs> way. No way. You know what? Most people haven't even ever heard of Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. What a coincidence. I, I have know. also worked at Blockbuster. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Actually, that, that means 75% of people on this panel have worked at Blockbuster at some point. <laughs> DP, that was very brief, but you did. I did. I did. So, uh, yeah, she's been listening since the beginning. And then uh, we've talked movies a lot. She's a big fan, obviously. She writes in a lot on our Instagram. Uh, it's been it's been lovely. She's been a part of many episodes with her messages. So we thought tonight, you know what? We are going to do one of the, the best episodes I think we've done in the history of this podcast was the Bunker movie episode. It's literally, it's probably in my top three favorite episodes. It's really amazing. Absolutely. Um, so we thought, you know, having Rachel on tonight, we would do her five bunker movies the the movies that she would bring to the doomsday fallout shelter uh we'll get to that in a minute we're going to do that in a few but we are going to do just to see if girlfriend can hang with the boys here we're going to do a quick right. it, movie review yeah it's, yeah, yeah. To- it's totally not an audition for yeah for right nope nope <laughs> definitely not definitely not this is just very random okay um, <laughs> so and it's relevant too because this is a new movie that came out streaming on uh hbo max it's a new steven soderbergh movie um called no sudden move it stars help me out because i don't even have it up in front of me but don, don Cheadle, Cheadle, benicio, benicio del toro, del toro. Yep. david harbour mm-hmm. um yep. ray liotta yeah brendan Brandon fraser Cajun. yeah yeah yep. julia fox who like really was only in like uncut gems and it, uh, guys you know how i talk about like my top 10 can get it list julia fox is on that list that girl is gorge Oh my dear God. We'll get into that. But anyway, so no sudden Terri- movie. Terrific cast. Yeah, amazing cast. Deep cast too. Like even uh, the kid, Noah Jupe. I know him from, so- oh, he's in Honey Boy. The kid that plays a kind of like the preteen kid. Uh, he, he's good. He's in, uh, he's in oh, a quiet John- place. And John Hamm. Yeah, John Hamm's in it too. It's a, it's a, it's a tremendous cast. Um, so let's talk about it real quick. So came out just came out. It's a Soderbergh movie. Rachel, what did you think of No Sudden Move? I know you watched it. Um, well, when I found out that this is what you guys were watching and I went in completely blind, I didn't look it up. I found it on HBO press play and that was it. And as soon as all of the cast started coming across the screen, I was like, oh, no wonder you guys, uh, pick this. I figured you wanted to suck all of their dicks. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, yes. Yep. Oh, she is coming in hot. She is coming in hot tonight yes. and, and, and not incorrect. So hundred yeah, percent correct. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, it was definitely not something that I would have picked for myself to watch. Not my kind of jam, but um, I definitely enjoyed it. I found myself like drifting in and out, but those, there were a lot of scenes in there that I stopped what I was doing and immediately just paid attention to what was on the screen. It was, mm-hmm. um, it could have been 30 minutes less for my ADD type brain. But other than that, I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, AJ, do you concur? So first off, the the movies takes place in 1954 Detroit. Mm -hmm. It's about these small time criminals who get hired to do this job 
um, babysitting this family while their other criminal buddy takes uh, the, uh, the father, the, you know, the patriarch of the family to uh, his office where he's pen- pushes paper for a auto deal, uh, auto company in Detroit, and they want to steal something. And then um, it just kind of goes from there. Things don't go as planned as the, these things don't with like small time criminals who haven't made their way up the ladder yet of, of criminality. <laughs> and um, it kind of goes from there, but John Cheadle and Benicio del Toro play the, those small time criminals with a past and they kind of have some people after them uh, for reasons you find out later in the film. And they kind of work their way up the food chain as they're like, as they're, uh, as they're trying to, um, you know, get what's owed them and, 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 and make some money out of this deal. Um, but what I really, I did like this movie, by the way, a lot. I think Soderbergh, um, he's, he's played in this like genre a lot, right? The um, crime saga or the, you know, the heist movie with oceans 11, but, but he did this sort of thing without a sight, which John Don Cheadle was in as well. He was excellent in with, with Clooney and Jennifer Lopez, but he plays around in this genre a little bit. And I think he does a good job. This one isn't as like tricky or as heisty ish as the oceans movies, but I thought it was really well acted. And I just thought it was interesting all the way through. And I really enjoyed it a lot. I really did. Nice. Yeah, um, I actually, I agree with you guys on a lot of points. But before I get into my points uh, about what I want to say, DP, um, I want to talk to you for a couple of minutes about, <laughs> about uh, this movie. No sudden okay. movie, HBO Max, you know, remember a little while ago, I gave you my HBO Max sign in. Remember that? Yep. Like yep. Full access to HBO Max, right? Yep. Get on it at any point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this totally. week you, and this I was week actually had, watching something on it earlier today. Okay, yeah. so you had like full electricity this week and you, like, mm-hmm. your cable bill was paid and all that stuff. Everything was oh, on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Everything was all on. good. Okay. Right. All right, yeah. so why don't you go ahead and tell me about this movie from 2001, Steven Soderbergh's. No, go ahead. Get into uh, some details about it. Okay, uh, it was directed by Steven Soderbergh. <laughs> writer, Ed Solomon. All right, I didn't fucking watch the movie. <laughs> all right, yeah, all I right. know, <laughs> asshole. And you know what? I was fully... For anybody listening, just so you know, I was fully all about being like, oh, DP, we just won't do it. But you were such a dickhead about it before we came on. <laughs> I have to call you out for it. But being a I'm sorry. Dick. All right. Hey, but you know what? I'm always a dickhead. So what yeah. else did you expect? Well, one minute we're all hugging and kissing. The next minute he's acting like a fucking jerk. A jerk. <laughs> it's all right, DP. Uh, uh, you, yeah. you were kind of out of line. Yeah, you're a little out of order yourself, but uh, it, it's okay. At some point with there, when we get a little further into this, we're going to get into a movie that I didn't watch much of either, but we'll get there in a few. I just want to say a couple things about No Sudden Move. I actually agree with um, with Rachel about that. It could have been a, um, about 30 minutes less, and that not because of ADD or anything like that, but because I feel like so many of Soderbergh movies are like that. They wear out their welcome. And I'm not sure, I got to the point where I was looking through his filmography, and I'm like, I don't know if I like this guy or not. Like I got excited about. Yeah, no, I I did the same thing. I did the same thing because Out of Sight is literally one of my favorite movies. Amazing, amazing. uh, We've uh, talked about it on this podcast. Yeah, he did. Traffic is really amazing, even though it's one of those movies you can't watch more than once, or or you have to hide the sharp objects. Um, Mm. And he actually he directs Aaron Brockovich, and I actually really really like that movie. Another good film, great movie. Yeah, but I, I I really don't like the Oceans movies. They don't do it for me. And have you guys ever seen Logan Lucky? 
No. That was literally a movie that was probably two two hours and ten minutes long. And for like the last hour, I was sitting there going, oh my fucking God, get on with it. Like, it was just like, they <laughs> built it up in the twist here and this and this setup to go to that and these interweaving connecting stories. And it's just like, oh, just fucking tell me what's happening. Like it gets to that point and I got that way a little bit with no sudden move. Cause like towards the end, by the time they were talking to, to Matt Damon, which I loved Matt Damon's small role in this. I thought he was- Oh yeah, that was a great scene so I thought actually. But by that point I was like, "Oh my god, can you just tell me what's going to happen at the end?" It's like it's like the movie was just like slowly jerking me off sloppily for like almost the whole movie and then I'm finally like, "Okay, can you just put it in your mouth for a second so we can finish off? I can pay you." I mean, I mean, I mean, so go to sleep. I didn't mean wow. I didn't mean a woman of the night thing. I meant just So, so I I would take maybe 15 minutes off but some of the david harbour stuff i thought maybe they i don't know he was kind of overused in, in certain parts he, he really had no he had no role i mean he had a role but i don't know yeah yeah i i did like it though i did like it but there were times where i was like well maybe if you cut this out a little bit here or maybe made it a little a little tighter and trimmed it but i i did like the style of it mm-hmm. i loved how it was directed i loved i thought the acting was terrific yeah Benicio del toro was awesome and yeah I thought. and you guys know i mean how much we love i mean we love ray liotta i mean no matter what he does everything he's, he's in i love like, just like even when he's not good i'm like ah oh, fucking ray liotta Who yeah he's you awesome know, he's, yeah he's <laughs> he gets I mean. a pass yeah so, uh, Rachel, did any uh, acting performances stand out for you in this one? Um, I didn't realize that was Brendan Fraser until about 10 minutes yeah. into the movie. He didn't I know he's, so, he's, so over, he's so big now. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's because he's, he's got like a role. He has a, a role in uh, Doom Patrol on HBO Max, yes. that show. His robot and, man. Yeah, and he's got Which some. He's fucking awesome ass. Right, way. but he's got some scenes awesome. when he's not in that, you know. You know, when it's not whatever the hell. Yeah, when it's not the robot. Yeah, right. And he's old big. school life. He's big, yeah. So, yeah. Rick, it took same, me a while yeah. to, uh, I was like, oh, I know that voice. I know that voice. And then I was like, holy shit. And I just yeah. watched The Mummy like two or three weeks ago. I was like, what happened, dude? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. um, he got, old. he got older. Yeah, old age is a motherfucker. Let me tell you. Yeah. I can tell you first. Yeah, but, it, but it's kind of nice to see him in something again, I think, you know? Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a comeback story there. He hadn't done much for a while. Like I said, if you guys right. haven't watched Doom Patrol at all on HBO Max, it's fucking yeah. great. It's really, that, really and good. And he's also, so. he's in a bunch of stuff that's like coming out. It almost seems like that Doom Patrol role mm-hmm. reminded people that he's actually a good actor. Yeah, right. You know, people kind of forgot that once the mummy kind of went totally off the rails. But I mean, that's where he made all but, his money, though. You know, like yeah. everyone sells out at some point. It's like, but yeah, I don't he, blame he's him. actually a good actor. So yeah. yeah, he's got a bunch of new stuff coming out that I'm I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Elevate. But I, I agree with you about Soderbergh, where you know some of the stuff I could his movies I could do without, and I wonder, like, I'm surprised that he did that film. Like, yeah, like Haywire with Gina Carano and things like that. I'm like, he did that. What, what, that's yeah, a Soderbergh he, joint. But then he, did, he did also did The Informant. I haven't seen that yeah. with Matt Damon. I heard it's great, though. Right. I have not seen it that's, either. That's one we should all see. It's got great reviews. It's supposed to be fucking weird. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's almost like he's too stylized at times for me. And it just gets like he say, is a little annoying. he's definitely stylized. He, yeah. But but I think he, this particular one, I, I, th- I don't know that. I liked that the particular style he was he was trying to get across. Like I, I liked it. 
I enjoyed the era, the particular era in Detroit. I liked how the scenes were shot. I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it for the most part. I, I will just say this one last thing, and then we can move on to to Rachel's Bunker movies because that's going to be a lot of fun. I, I'll just say this one thing um, about a certain scene in that movie. I, I I almost feel bad for every Italian restaurant business owner in the 1950s. Do you notice in every movie someone gets shot in the face in a 50s Italian diner? I know. I know <laughs> if you were in a if you're in a movie and there's a you're in a 50s Italian diner, the the odds of there going to be a shootout are like nine to one. Like, it's, it's and so I like that scene though. I like the whole setup of that scene. It was I thought it was kind of cool. I thought like, the way they Michael, filmed it was Michael cool. Corleone blows a couple people's fucking brains out in an Italian restaurant, <laughs> and the next thirty years that's all they're doing. In any time, forty years, every time you just sit down. Oh yeah, well this guy's gonna get killed. Leave the gun. Take yeah. the cannolis. <laughs> yeah. Fucking greatest line in movie history. Yeah, there's that the gun, scene. Take the cannolis. There's that scene in The Irishman, right, where he goes in. Yeah. Is it an Italian restaurant that he goes in? He just, De Niro, he just starts killing people. Yeah, yeah. and then he's, yeah. It, 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 um, uh, you guys ever seen Sleepers with, like, Brad Pitt? Oh, like, yeah. And so, yeah that, maybe that's not an Italian restaurant. It's not even the 50s, but it looks like a diner. So they get people get their fucking brains blown out. It just happens all the time. And that's an organized crime thing. You know? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it has to be. Why does it have to? Do you guys ever just eat in? Like, I don't understand. Like, why? I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to get too deep into this. I clearly have. Um, but, um, all I'm, right. glad I, I'm glad I saw No Sudden Move, though. It was, I thought it was it's, I, I do recommend it's a good watch. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it, it's got some great acting performances, especially. I, what, what is it about Matt Damon? I don't know. I don't know, but he was like chewing up scenery in that one. Every, that one time, part of I the movie. See, every time I see the guy, I love him. Like, I love the guy. Like, I, I just, he's always good. Like, ever since I saw The Martian, I'm like. And Soderbergh loves him. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I don't know. He's he's he was one of these guys that came to fame off this movie. No one fucking knew him, and then suddenly everyone's like, "Oh, he's he's a bit actor. You know, he doesn't have any range." It's like, "Oh no, this this guy can actually fucking act. Like he's really good, and he's just like he's a scene stealer. Like he's just always he's super captivating." But maybe maybe that's me. I don't know. No, that was a fun scene. That was a fun scene with the three of them. Can I say too about Matt Damon? Like he um. You know, he has these great fucking roles and he's a great actor. And then he has like the the Scotty doesn't know yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's just like, fuck it and has fun. You know, he's got the Scotty doesn't know. He has that whole uh like thing with uh Jimmy Kimmel. Right. Oh, so good. Sarah Silverman, I fucked Matt Damon. Yeah, but like, but that all started because hilarious. Because stuff. Kimmel yeah. kept, because he was supposed to be a guest on the show, and Kimmel kept canceling on him while he was backstage. Yeah. Like, that all day was so funny. Yeah, apologies so to Matt Damon. We ran out of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, so, it's, it's, hey, he does this like really weird, funny, great stuff. And then he's in these like phenomenal films and does this, a great job. This funny stuff he does, he's like super unhinged too. Like when he remember, like yeah. when he actually came on Jimmy Kimmel when the credits were rolling, he you just see him f bombing. I'm <laughs> like, it's clearly a joke, but it was so funny. He's got yeah, this scene. Uh, if you guys ever watched uh, uh, Entourage, he's got mm-hmm. a scene 
where like all movie he's like bothering Vince about sending some money for some yeah. charity or something like that. And I'll, I'll send it to you guys at some point. It's on YouTube. It, during the credits, he calls and he just flips out on Vince on his voicemail and he's sobbing. And it, it is just, it is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. So I'll send that to you guys. It's really yeah. great. So I, I'm really, I, uh, I smoked some really good weed before we started tonight. So I, I am babbling right now. So guys, the DP, if you have to shut my mic off at some point, have at it. Uh, but we, it. We, we're going to move on, right? We're going to do our thing. Yeah, let's, let's do it. I'm I'm excited about this. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I um yeah. so as I referenced earlier on when we started the show, Rachel's doing her bunker movies, and again, um, these bunker movies, these are the, the five movies you would bring to the fallout shelter. It not if, not if there's a fallout <laughs> at some point, it's when, when. Let's be honest here. If anything has told us in this last like year plus, it's just a fucking matter of time before we're li- all living in these shelters. So, um. I know Rachel listened to that episode guys. If anybody didn't listen to that episode, first of all, go back and listen to it. It's awesome. Um, but if you don't, we, we had this idea about the follow shelters and, and um, we threw this caveat in that we all had access to each other's bunkers. Somehow mm-hmm. Marky uh, said, somehow we had like some hyperloop we could yeah. use to uh, Elon Musk. He was going to help we'll, us. Right? We'll build right. a hyperloop from fallout shelter to right. fallout shelter. So, so that's just, the thing. Yeah. So we're we bringing make it so, all the way to North Carolina and back. Like exactly. That, so know? we already, between me, AJ and DP, we already have, and Marky, we already have 20 movies that you can watch anytime you want. So Rachel, you're going to add five to this because you are going to live in our po- post-apocalyptic world with us. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, we got to repopulate the earth. I mean, it's all boys. Come on. That's, that's, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dibs, you didn't dibs, this one dibs, through. Sort of. dibs, 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 dibs. <laughs> Um, so I get that on Marky. Wait, what? <laughs> Who? Who? What? Um, all right. So Rachel, like, I, I know it's going to be a little weird because the way we did it before, we kind of all went around and said, ours, right, we're going to do all yours right in a row. So say, what? Well, I don't mean say them all at once. We're going to do one. We're going to talk about it. Do one, talk about it. So it's up to you. You know, the one that I want you to save till the end, right? We talked about yes. that. All right. Yep. Because I think we're going to have AJ and DP. You're going to be so happy about her fifth. Her fifth one. We're gonna have such an awesome right. conversation over there. Right? So, um, so, Rachel, what what is your first bunker movie you are bringing to the Fallout Shelter? You have to watch for the rest of however long our lives are gonna be. What's the first one? The original animated Beauty and the Beast. That's great. That's that's Aww. it's such a good pick. And by the way, we're we're um, <laughs> we knew her picks other than the last one um, going in just because we wanted to be ready. So. Uh, we were prepared, so we're not. We're gonna sit here. And, we're not gonna pretend to be shocked when she says these things, right? Right, no. DP. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. The last um, one, yes, but but yeah, that's a great pick. Actually, that would be our our only edit. Well, yeah. What do you uh, mean? You don't want Wally in there? Oh, fuck off with Wally. Yeah. No, if anybody brings Wally, <laughs> if anybody brings Wally, you are not allowed in my fucking bunker. I'm telling you right now. All right? Wow. But um. No, it's our only animated. Although, did anybody bring Team America? It's not animated, no. but okay. So Team America, we don't even have, we don't have Team America in the Fallout Shelter. No. Shit. Well, this is our so this is our only animated movie so far, right? It is. Yeah. Rachel, what do you love about Beauty and the Beast? Um. All right. So every girl wants to be a Disney princess, mostly because you want to be saved by the prince and live happily ever after. I was like, no, fuck that shit. Give me that library of books and leave me the hell alone. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Um, I can see that. Even, 
Yes. <laughs> um, even when my daughter was really little, we'd put it on and I would recite every single word and she would say, mommy, you need to be quiet. I'm watching a movie. Um, <laughs> so now as an adult, I watch it by myself and I recite every single word. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, it reminds me of being a kid. I definitely, I just, I love Belle as like the princess I'm serious. I'm still waiting for the library. I have two bookshelves. It's not even close right now. So. You'll get there. You'll get there. Um, that, that is such a great pick. I, I love, and I brought it up to you when you, when you said it to me, Beauty and the Beast, I asked the original or like the live action one, because I haven't watched the original in a very long time. I actually like the newer <clears throat> live action one that came out number oh, five, six years ago, probably. Mm-hmm. It really, it really wasn't bad. I haven't watched it any great. of the other. Yeah, I haven't watched many of the yeah. other Disney ones, but I do remember this one when I was growing up, and it's a great pick. AJ, what do you think about this coming to the Fallout Shelter? You you're, you might have access to this movie. Well, you know, Beauty and the Beast is a timeless classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> DP? The one, I, I, wow, that's all you AJ, got, huh? AJ, oh, I, I, I haven't seen Beauty and the Beast in years. What? I thought that... <clears throat> I, so, I just I don't have I, it, it's a it's a it's a classic film, it, and and yes we have an animated film in the bunker between bunkers now, um, yeah obviously I know the story and I've seen the film it's just been a very very long time, and yeah that's that's well, all I, that's all I can say really well, I, don't, I mean. I don't, DP, DP, DP is our animated guy, right? DP, mm-hmm. what do you think about Beauty and the Beast? Dude, I fucking love this one. It, it, it like Rachel said, it's um, it's kind of a different take on the Disney princess. You know, this is a, like a a more down to earth, like real fucking person that you know doesn't quite want to be a princess but it's kind of thrust upon her and it's it's a fucking great story i remember it, it's actually kind of one of the first ones i watched uh when samantha marky's wife was a baby and i you know i was with her a lot you know i babysat her a lot and uh beauty and the beast was one of the ones we watched together when she was little and it, ever since then, I fucking loved it. It's got great, great songs. Um, I, I, I'll ask Rachel. I'll go first. And I know it's kind of obvious, but by far my favorite song has got to be Be Our Guest. I mean, the, that whole Be Our Guest fucking scene with like the spoons dancing and, you know, the you know what's his name lumiere just super excited that whole scene was by far my favorite song do you rachel have a favorite song from beauty and the beast i think i have to agree with you just the whole like production that's put on and like all the all the stuff in the house coming to life i just think it's like so cool yeah it's fucking great and uh, actually, I, I, I got a couple things about Beauty and the Beach I want to bring up. Um, so one, all right, it, it, we'll do this one first. So, so at one point, right, Miss, like Chip is the little teacup and Mrs. Potts is the teapot. And at one point, um, she tells Chip, all right, it's time to go to bed. Get in the cabinet with your brothers and sisters. Right. So obviously that means Chip has older brothers and sisters, 
But yet when they get turned back to human, why doesn't Mrs. Pot give a fuck about any other kid <laughs> but Chip? Chip's the only one she fucking cares about. What what happened to the other kids? But all right. The... <laughs> Continuity error, I guess. Right? I guess. Or maybe Mrs. Potts just stopped caring about the other kids, you know. Maybe Mrs. Potts is an asshole. You ever think yeah. of that? <laughs> that that could be it. But um and my other thing is Gaston is one of like the great like douchebag villains. He he um like kind of almost like the prototype for like a shooter McGavin type fucking villain or uh what's his name uh from kingpin uh big Earn mccracken right, right you know like, like the super fucking in love with themselves douchebag villain and like gaston really he's a cunt best oh god he was a fucking cunt and a half <laughs> so. i know this guy i know this won't shock you guys but my favorite character from beauty and the beast is Gaston? Yes, yeah. Oh, he's great. When I was he's in Disney, awesome. I was in, I was in Disney World like five years ago. I bought like two Gaston T-shirts, and I walk around the gym like an <laughs> asshole with them on, looking for trouble. Dude, I, I I gotta say, yeah, Gaston, one of the one of the great villains. Because yeah, like you said, he's fun to watch. He's like a super fun character. So, and yeah, a, a, a good runner-up for best song in Beauty and the Beast is the Gaston song. <laughs> no oh, yeah. one yeah. strong as Gaston. Yeah. Yeah, it's great, dude. I actually saw I saw Beauty and the Beast at the God, the Wang, maybe like 10 yes. years ago. And they I was did with one you. of the, yeah, we yeah, one of the best versions of that. Amazing. Remember with the beer mugs? It, it, mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Like, it, it's it's a type of, um, it's not just the movie, it's the, the whole um genre beauty and the beast is like its own genre because it's got it's got the movies and it's got the theater too and it's always evolving and it's just like aj said it's just timeless story that you can tell over and over again but like in the Mm -hmm. you tell the story the same way but you can change it up and it always fucking works somehow and i and i've again i've seen it on screen multiple times and i've seen it in theater multiple times and it's always fucking cool always so it's a great pick mama yeah um love it fan of that girlfriend um, if any anybody have anything else to say about Beauty and the Beast? No, I don't like that movie. That's AJ. It's AJ. It's AJ. It's AJ. Oh, I just haven't. Really- <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I just don't. I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't have a you know. I didn't have a good childhood or something. I don't know. I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, neither did I, but that's because of you. So, anyways, um, I'm just kidding. I love, I love you. I love you. I love you both. That's a joke. That's a joke. All right, settle um, down, Chip. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, if anybody, no, Ra- Rachel, what do you got? What's your next bunker movie? Remember, gorgeous. This, this is we're stuck with these until we're all dead. <laughs> so, if I swing by your bunker, you better have some shit ready for me, okay? Oh, I'll have shit ready for you. What do you got, girlfriend? What's your next one? Scream, the Scream. original Scream. Ah, it's such a, it's just such a good movie. Dude, like, it's it, so it's good. So. I, I don't even Why do you remember. love it? Why do you love it? It made me fall in love with horror movies. Um, okay. horror, horror is my favorite genre. I'm definitely a fan of like 80s slashers. Um, once upon a time ago in a former lifetime of mine, I was actually going to be, well, what I wanted to be when I grew up was a 
special effects makeup artist. Mm. Um, I love, love horror movies to the point where I actually have a horror movie portrait tattooed on my body. Mm. Um, oh, yes. I remember that one. Not, not because it's in a weird wait, spot. Wait, what? It's, it's, she's shown me her tats. Let's not get, you know. It's on my leg. That's relax. what I mean, DP. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> she was training me. She was wearing shorts. I'm Sorry. it for me. Sorry. So, <laughs> you love it. Yeah, it, it really made me fall in love with the whole um, horror genre. Like, mm-hmm. Jamie Kennedy's character, he, he saw all those 80 slashers happening as you know, everybody being a copycat and um, just in Matthew Lillard's character being a complete psychopath. It was, it's just, I love watching that movie then going and watching like, um, you know, all the Halloweens and not the Rob Zombie stuff. That's its own. Those are good though. Uh, They are good, but it's like torture porn. Oh yeah, like Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand Corpses, like give me all all of it. Um, but Scream is it holds a special place in my heart because that movie really opened my eyes into hard the whole entire horror genre. So and totally had a crush on Nev Campbell as a kid. So <laughs> I think yeah. most of us did. Join the club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh in the and the uh Nev Campbell and um God, who's the other girl in that who I love? It's Rose McGowan. Um, no, that was uh, I think yeah, the later one. No, Rose McGowan was in it. Uh, oh, yep. But of course, Drew Barrymore had that. Uh, you know, the beginning with Drew Barrymore. Which, and, by the way, that that was so brilliant. Oof. If you're not old enough to remember the um, like the marketing for this movie, when the first like commercials you saw for is like here's this horror movie starring Drew Barrymore. Right. And then you go see the movie and she gets <laughs> fucking killed in the first 10 Violently, minutes. Viciously. And it's like, holy shit. Yeah. They completely threw everyone for a loop because they, they marketed it like it was a Drew Barrymore movie. And then they murdered her right at the yeah. beginning. It was fucking brilliant marketing. Yeah. I'll say too, this, this movie, um, when it came out, it was in 1996, I was 16 years old. And I remember, so being in high school, um, oh god, that would have been way more, way funnier if I went. I was sixteen years, sixteen years old. So when I was in middle school, still, wouldn't that have been really funny? Damn it! DP edit, DP edit that out. But I was, uh, yeah. I was a sophomore in high school. It, Scream was like a fucking. It was like an event at that time. Like when that movie came out, when I was in high school, it was like Scream wasn't just a movie. It was like a thing that we, like, for weeks, everybody talked about. I think I went and saw it in the theater, like four times probably like all we did every weekend for when that movie was up we just went and saw scream again it was like and then somebody's like i haven't seen it yet you're like you fucking nerd you haven't seen it like everybody would be on their case <laughs> then they'd go and see it and then you go and see it together it was like a fucking thing and it was super cool and um it's actually it's, it's a good movie it's a i mean well okay <laughs> okay it, it's not citizen kane but it's 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 not like a good movie in that regard it's but it's, it's ridiculously entertaining movie we get some you know some decent cleavage shots 16 you know that was big for me Hmm. um and it it did like completely turn the horror genre on its fucking ear mm -hmm. like before that like it it was all nightmare of nightmare on elm street friday the 13th slasher movies and then this one came along 
and it completely fucking flipped the script. And, you know, you had all the follow-ups of, like, I Know What You Did Last mm-hmm. Summer and mm-hmm. Saw and all these other horror movies that definitely came because of Scream and how well <laughs> it did and how it just kind of flipped flipped the idea of what a horror movie could be. Guys, do you guys, can anybody help me right now? What, or if not, I'll look it up. There was a movie in that, in that genre that came out like afterwards, just like I know what you did last summer, but it was Jared Leto was in it. The Noxzema chick was in it. And, oh God, uh, oh, Urban Legend, Urban Legend. That Urban was another Legend, one. yes. That, I mean, that spot, <laughs> like so many of those spawned mm-hmm. from Scream. So like I said, I mean, that, that was a, like a, like a, a genre shifting type of movie, which is big time, super important. So. AJ, you love Scream, don't you? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Scream, actually. I actually loved Scream 2 also. <laughs> yeah, Scream 2 is um, not bad. Yeah, not so bad. I, was, I was a big fan of Scream And I think I was so obsessed with Scream that I had to see Scream 2. I just had to, you know, I had to see it. And it obviously, you know, launched Nev Campbell's career quite a bit. And um, uh not so much Skeet Ulrich, or yeah. I mean, I mean, Ma- I mean Matthew Lillard. Spoiler alert: the only person with two Matthew Lillard films in her bunker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> didn't really. I wouldn't say launch his his career. I mean, you know, he was in some stuff after that. Um, we'll get to that, but um, yeah, huge fan, and it kind of made like I don't know. It made like not that horror movies weren't cool, but it made it like because it had like some comedy in there, like I said, Jamie Kennedy, and like it had like it was kind of like cool. It was like the cool horror film, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it was like the cool kids in the school who were all getting offed. Yeah, it was just like yeah, right, right. So it appeal it appealed to a very large audience. And by the way, that that scream mask, it wasn't just that year's Halloween favorite. You know, cost it was. It's lingered still, for years and still, years, and still, you yeah, still it it's it's it be, right. Yeah. It became iconic. That mask, that look, that whole thing is synonymous with with you know, with the slasher killer. You know, so yeah, Scream is uh, it's amazing, and, and it's, then you it's have all the stood the, the test um, of time, the parodies like Scary Movie and yep, yeah, yep. Yep. you know what I mean. It just it's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's AJ. That's AJ. I think AJ likes scary movie more than he likes Scream, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. It, the only problem with watching Scream now is I cannot see Dewey without thinking of Doofy. <laughs> like, I know. I cannot. <laughs> like David Arquette take and serious. Cox yeah. And, yeah, it was the. Dude, all I can think of is Doofy every time. You know I what? See that <laughs> that movie Scream holds up too. Like you can put Scream on right now, and it holds up. It Dude, really I watch Scream every, like every Halloween when like every channel is just showing horror movie after horror movie. I always stop for Scream. Always. Yeah, it, hold, it totally holds up. It's fucking and, great. and and I you know I make sure it's appointment viewing. I make sure to watch that at least once a year. Yeah, you know it. It's a really really. Um, like one of those like landmark sort of films that because of the time it came out and you remember where you were and what you were doing in, in that, you know, those formative years for us. And, you know, Scream was was a huge part of that. Yeah. And also, like, by the way, and, and wh- the fact that I don't know this is annoying me a little bit. Did Wes Craven direct these? Yep. Yes. 
So that, I, I don't know how that, how I didn't know that. Um, I, <laughs> be, and, and the reason I just saw that now is because I looked up, you know, they're trying to make a, a like a reboot, right? Uh, right. Yes. Yeah. They're shooting for a reboot next year. Uh, it's a direct sequel to 2011 Scream 4. And it's the first in the series not to be directed by Wes Craven, who died in 2015. Who's directing uh, it? Uh, that hold on, I can tell you. I can tell you they got they've signed David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Ooh. uh, and Courtney Cox for it so far. I think that um, that's a good start, right? To get those three. Yeah, definitely. I don't know who this guy is, Matt Bettinelli Open. He's one of the directors. Uh, yeah, I don't know him. I don't know that fool. And then uh, Tyler Gillette. I don't know that fool either. Um, um, I don't. I don't, know I don't know anything he's done. But they they do stuff together. Apparently, these two. So either way, it uh, even if the movie sucks, it'll make a billion dollars when it comes out next year. Right. And, and I forget. And I and I for, and I forgot they made four of them. Like I really didn't get into the third or fourth that much. I think it it it, it, it you know like it gone it passed me by at that point. Like I don't think three and four was something I was all that interested in. But you know doesn't mean the first two you know i won't watch still i still enjoy them both especially guys, the first one guys remind me um is leave schreiber he he's in it right he is cotton weary he is he's cotton weary yeah and now like what 25 like 20 years later starts doing ray donovan and he's like the biggest badass on the planet yeah he's a really good actor weirdo in the scream movies like uh yeah let uh leave schreiber's a beast man yeah he's He's a really 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 good actor and uh yeah he was in that too so they could they should snag him for the reboot. Or did he get killed in the second one? I can't he remember. probably got killed. Uh, they, lot, like, it, lot, like it lots, matters. I don't know if you know this, but lots of people get killed in those movies. <laughs> yeah, but like it matters. You could just like write one line of dialogue. <laughs> oh, because he actually pulled through and it's like, oh, he's alive. You know? Or a flashback. Some flashback. Yeah, thank God we wrote that in. You know, it's yeah. just <laughs> silly. But um, yeah, that's a great can I, um Can, can I, I give like that pick. Do we have any? Oh, go ahead, Dan. Sorry. I, I want to give a thought on Scream, and I'm wondering if anyone else um, feels this way, too. So, uh, especially in the 80s and 90s, there was this, like, real trope in movies of, um, like, the guy really trying to pressure the girl into having sex. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, yeah. it was always a guy like trying to get her to sleep with him. And the girl's always like, oh no, I need to save myself. And it, it almost seemed like Scream was sort of kind of poking fun of that trope and showing this dude going to such an extreme to get her to have sex with him that she's he's murdering people yeah. <laughs> left and right just to get her to sleep with him. I think that's what Did, made the, the movie so good, actually. Was right. They, they played, they, they leaned into those things. Yeah. Well, well, do you, hard. well, if you remember, like, do you remember what like made her panties drop was the fact that he proved he wasn't the killer at first. Exactly. Oh, so I'll fuck yes. you now. Like, it's just so like, really? That's, that's so the you extreme she would go to. I didn't kill anyone. Uh, She's got low standards. You're clear, not right? a murderer. Oh. Okay. Pete <laughs> Ulrich is good looking though. I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll give can, you that. Can I, can I ask guys, uh, and maybe, maybe I'm for because I don't, I don't have the list of everybody's bunker movies. Is this our first horror film? Well, one of the things... 28 I, I, Days Later. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Okay. Which was actually one of Rachel's honorable mentions was 28 Ooh, Days Later. Right. Um, okay. That's in there. I mean, I have seven in there. 
So I can't believe Barky didn't put like a straight up horror film. No, I think Seven's more of a thriller to me. Do I have the bunker? I guys, you know, I, you know that there's like this new technology called spreadsheets. That's what I I put a lot of my stuff into. Uh, I was uh, I was pretty wasted that episode. Of, yes, you were. Yeah, um, you you got through of, it. One though. of my bunker movies was sort of a horror movie. It was about a plane that was about to crash. So, <laughs> but. What airplane? was that? Uh, airplane. No, I'm sorry, DJ. I don't remember the episode. I don't know why I don't have. I, I got. I had a file. Right, somewhere. Moving on, but you this guys is, didn't I, re-listen to the episode this week just to remember everyone's bunker movies. Anyway, no, I, so right, far I, I really, I really so, like the variety. I like, sorry, uh, DP. You got the animated Disney film, and followed by the the landmark horror film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's roll. A lot of I like, I like right where there. we're head, I like where we're heading here. All right, gorgeous. What do you got? We've got uh, Beauty and the Beast down. We got Scream down. What is your next bunker movie for all of us to watch in the apocalypse? Well, you guys already know this one, Bridesmaids. It was yes. just on your laughing stock. Yeah, I was so sad when it got knocked off. Um, Me too. Yeah. Fucking hilarious! I quote this movie at least every other day. It's just. It's so funny. My favorite scene is when she's in the car and like throwing stuff at the cop and I'm driving drunk and I'm driving <laughs> topless. I like cry laughing so hard. Hey, and I figure who's driving that car. Right. I, I love the, when she drives by like all uh, like uh, gangster the, ga- rap. the gangster yeah. rap playing. Yeah. I mean, I figure we're in a bunker. It's the end of the world. I need to laugh my ass off, and it's probably one of the funniest movies that I've ever seen. So, Bridesmaids is my comedy pick. It's a fucking great let's, one, too. Let's, it all, really yeah. let's, let's all tell what our favorite scene is. I mean, that's we've <laughs> talked about this movie enough, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I'll say this about it real quick. I, I know my, I feel like I'm dominating the conversation tonight. I'll, I'll say this and then I won't talk again. But um, it, there was. Uh, like this kind of thing like oh this is like girls being funny movie and, and it turns out it's just a fucking funny movie like yeah. it, it's not about it doesn't matter it's just if it's funny girls people or guys being funny. it's mm-hmm. funny people being fucking hilarious it's so well written it's so well acted it is a fucking awesome awesome comedy i i really love it directed by paul fig who also directed several episodes of the office by the way um Great, great uh, comedy mind. And uh, my favorite scene is when Kristen Wiig is attacking the cookie. This fucking cookie! (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite scene. (laughs) Kristen Wiig Wiig just flips out and it's so amazing to watch. She's just... Well, AJ, AJ, I don't know if it's... They're technically two different scenes or it's all lumped into one, but my favorite scene was literally immediately right before that. Like the look on her face... When the when the other bridesmaid gets the girl the trip to gets the bride the trip to Paris. Oh, Helen gets look, her the trip like to the Paris. Psychotic look on her face yeah. when she sees that because it's the Parisian themed thing, which, which you, was her idea. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, oh, Kristen, so Kristen Wig is absolutely incredible. Star making performance. Total star trek. Help me, I'm poor. Yeah, yeah that was, that's, that's Marky's favorite scene. Because you got the, the hood and the sunglasses on. A Mrs. 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 Iglesias. 
Stove. That's not even a real name. Stove. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I some clients. <laughs> Yeah, so I, just, Chris, I love Kristen, it. Make me laugh. Yeah, Kristen Wiig is every scene she's in. Um, she does such an amazing job of um, of just um, I don't know. She she's terrific in this. I don't know with everybody she's in scenes with. She just she's the funnier of the people in the scene. Like whoever she's in, even with Melissa McCarthy, who's absolutely hilarious in this. Oh she, yeah, she's, when, they're, when she's, they're all puking and shitting on each other after after that like Argentinian. Even, oh, even right at the end when Melissa don't McCarthy's look at like, me. Even this, when <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's like, like, stop punching yourself. Like she's beating her up. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. even then, Kristen Wiig's the funniest person person in in the in this in the scene. You know, yeah, she's just amazing. And, and guys, I, we talked about this during Laughing Stock. Was was um, I had actually never seen Bridesmaids. Like I had been meaning to everyone's like you haven't seen that i'm like yeah i'm gonna watch it it's like over and i just never did but leading into the tournament i had to watch it and i was like i can't believe it because it came out when 2011 oh, wow. out 10 years this fucking movie and i had never seen wow, it wow that so, long ago yeah and it's uh oh my god I oh was my just, god and guys you know you know me i get like a little like douchey about it. i'm like i'm not gonna like it it's a bunch of broads do you know you know how i get i'm a fucking moron and so i didn't think i was gonna like it and then, like, like ten minutes in, I'm like, "This movie's fucking hysterical." Yeah, like, do you guys, so do you guys, funny. do you guys remember when they were uh, when her, Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph were in the park trying to take that like exercise class, but they were hiding <laughs> by the tree Terry so they could Cruz, take it for yeah. free. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and Terry Crews, Terry Crews, like catching them oh, geez, doing Jesus. it. He's like, "It's only twelve dollars." Like, he gets so pissed. <laughs> Even like I forgot, Rebel Wilson's in this too. Yeah, uh, she's playing, that, she's playing that dude. shitty, shitty roommate. <laughs> yeah, she's so bad, dude. That is such a fucking funny scene, and it's funny every time I see it. Where like she comes home and she she's like, "Oh hey, I got this free tattoo," and she looks at her back and it's like all infected. It's oh, like, yeah, so you cool. might want to put some frozen peas on that, <laughs> and then you see her in the background pouring a bag of frozen <laughs> peas. <laughs> It's like, no, you gotta leave them in the bag. Oh. <laughs> Every time I see it, it fucking makes me laugh out loud. It's yeah. one of the it's, it's, great it's, yeah. it's, it's one of the great scenes. It's one of those movies that's like obviously there's like really like hysterically laughing moments, but it's one of those movies that it, movies that's funny from start to finish. And there's no right all the jokes land. Right. And they're and they're very they're very consistent. There's some movies where they kind of like, you know, there's landmines of jokes. Ha ha ha. And then it's like kind of stale for a little bit then ha ha ha. This is like really consistent all the way through. Mm-hmm. And there's like I mean like the John Hamm. Remember that? Hey fuck buddy. Remember that with John Hamm when he pulls out like, he's such an asshole. He's such an I asshole. Love what, I love what I like when, when she is over his house and he's like I'm so tired. <laughs> like he's just so bad. Stereotypical douchebag like bachelor. Fucking, oh man. He's so good. So yeah, that is, John, that's a great John, you forget that John Ham's in it until you like you realize that um there's a couple scenes that he's in and he's so freaking hilarious in the scenes yeah. he's in. Like yeah. there's so many actors in that film that are in like just you know a few scenes like Rebel Wilson, like John Ham. Yeah. Um you know that it, they're terrific in the scenes they're in, and that's awesome. It's just so well written, and it's just it, it's actually um 
it's kind of like an every person kind of movie too. Like we, like so many things that happen, we're like, yeah, I've been there. We can relate to so many of the scenes, whether you're a guy or a girl, like it just, it just makes sense. So it's like so many times through. Yeah. That very relatable feeling of like someone replacing you. Yeah. And like, yeah, in many situations in life, you, you get that like, Oh, who's this fucking asshole replacing me? Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah super relatable super funny and uh and uh, i will tra- i will travel from my bunker to rachel's bunker to watch bridesmaids any day of the week i mean it is yeah. one of the few comedies right like i mean dpa brought airplane right i brought forgetting sarah marshall i have mm-hmm. school of rock and groundhog day wait a minute i think i brought major league too yeah oh yeah okay okay then we have plenty of comedies we'll be fine <laughs> we can recycle a few but yeah no that's that's a good but, one. Bri- but bridesmaids is one of those like laugh out loud comedies that you know yeah yeah Absolutely. Uh, so, that you'll want to yeah, see. And, and especially during the apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going we're to need a cackle like when we're going out there to, <laughs> all right, like me and DP are like playing paper, rock, scissors to see who's going to go kill the fucking zombies, get food. Yeah. yeah exactly. like, all right. We get back. We're watching Bridesmaids, asshole. Like, all right. <laughs> Uh, right that's 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 your that's your your prize for like actually getting food yeah so that is it's it's another great pick so um so should we move into great. our next one dp you you dp you were tickled about you, me you playing paper paper rock scissors to kill zombies you're really tickled yeah, by that. i really enjoyed that one that was very funny <laughs> all right sorry sorry rachel uh what uh what what is your next one uh my as you know, AJ has pointed out my second Matthew Lillard movie, yeah. SLC Punk. I actually started rewatching this last night and then fell asleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen this movie probably 50 times. Um, it's one of those movies that, like, you watch in your adolescence and it just, like, hits you in the right way. Um, I used to be very into like the local music scene when I was in my early teens and twenties and you know, the whole like anarchy, like screw adults kind of thing. Like you totally get it at that age and you're like, fuck the grown ups. And I love the whole 180 degrees that Steve-O makes in this movie where he's like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to change society from the inside out and I feel like that hits home for so many people where it's like all right you gotta grow up you actually have to become a member of society you have bills to pay responsibilities you might as well join society kind of thing um and the first time that I saw heroin bob die I I cried it was Mm -hmm. tragic yeah. Mm. What, so in that scene, actually, let's break that down. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> this is a spoiler podcast. Yeah. We've made that clear. Um, that scene. So, okay. Let, all cards on the table. I saw S- SLC Punk years ago. Um, and I watched, I didn't get to watch, rewatch all of it um, this week. I tried. Believe it or not, my work is actually busy again shockingly and it sucks because i can't just sit around and watch movies all day um so i only got to watch some of it so but i did get to that scene he he od'd on what it was alcohol and then there were some pills that he yeah yeah some girl gave him percodan that, that was it okay. said like that's right yeah oh he, he had a headache She's like oh take this they're they're vitamins 
yeah, so yeah, it ended up being fucking. That is, I, I mean, because that poor kid, um, he garnered a lot of sympathy very early in the movie because he he was called um, her- heroin, heroin, Bob. heroin, Bob, heroin yeah. Bob, but not because he did heroin, it's because he was terrified of needles. Yes, like, it was like, what the fuck? It's, how how do you get that? It's silly. Um, and he was a nice kid, but he was like terrified of life. Remember, remember his hand is all fucked up and 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 infected, but he doesn't want the doctor to put a needle in him. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. He fights the doctors versus yeah. getting antibiotics. Yeah, and, like the <laughs> security's holding him down, and like, but he like he's really endearing because of that. Like he's he's definitely a tragic character mm. because especially he does seem, yeah, yeah, especially when you meet his dad later. Yeah. Like, oh, fucking yeah, yeah, wow! Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. you now. Yeah. 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 I that Great so that character. I did. I I remember when the movie came out. I got choked up in that scene. Um, I didn't get choked up this time, probably because like we've um figured out I'm dead inside now ever since the the Wally fiasco. But uh, I did. I did. I did feel a little something in that moment. Uh, that's a sad scene. And and there are some there are some good moments in this movie. So, AJ, have you ever seen SLC Punk? Oddly enough, I don't know if you guys know this. Oh, DP, get ready. Hold on to your fucking hat, DP. But I used to work. But I used to work at Blockbuster Video back in the late nineties. Oh my god! Oh my god! Holy shit! And SLC, SLC, my panties just dropped. SLC Punk came out. I don't know, nineteen ninety-eight, maybe. Um, so it was like a late 90s movie mm-hmm. and there were a lot of movies in that like I don't know 5 to 7 10 year period about disaffected youth, anarchy like that whole that whole thing right and I feel like SLC Punk was like one of those films and I didn't get around to watching it during that time I honestly didn't I, there were a lot of movies you know I, 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 had to watch, I got to watch five free movies a week at Blockbuster Video you gotta know right? what you're talking about and this is one of them that I just didn't get around to see why doesn't this job exist anymore I would do it right <laughs> fucking now Netflix. I know, I know. We, we, we can talk Netflix to... store Rachel <laughs> like Amazon has a store like... okay <laughs> but so Hold I worked on. at Blockbuster at a time where like the Blockbuster had like the discs that would go out and the streaming service back when Netflix used to send out DVDs yeah, like that. Right. Used to be- That's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So- Remember Gamefly? Yeah, Blockbuster was late to that party. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, AJ. So, Sorry. We, so we, anyway, we wrote it so I didn't see the movie then, but I did watch it a couple days ago. Um, I watched uh, Matthew Lillard and, you know, um, uh, Devin Sawa has a, has a role in this at some oh, point, and, right. and, and Annabeth Gish, and like I'm like, oh, yeah, she's, that's weird. Um, I didn't love SLC Punk, and I, I just thought it was kind of like it didn't know what it wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Like it was funny for a while, and then at the end, it got really depressing. And somewhere in between, it tried to be philosophical, and I don't know. I just I did not love it. That's why um, it's in my bunker, not yours. Oh, so so we, they're they're very defensive. That's good. That's actually a quality of anybody who's on the movie council. You get very defensive. Uh, you've noticed that with me, especially in these last few look. Weeks. Look, I don't think it's a terrible film. I just, I just didn't think it was great. AJ, so let's just get this straight. You're not going to swing over to Rachel's bunker to watch this fucking movie at any point. Not that particular movie, but she's got plenty of great stuff right. over there. You DP, know? what do you think? I'll say this, um, like AJ's point of how it's like this and then it's that and it's this. That's what it's fucking like when you're in your early 20s. Like 
fucking mm. shit is changing constantly and you're mm. trying to figure out what you're doing with your yeah. life and your values change yet everything fucking changes at that point in life and that's what this movie was about and like i i thought i had seen it before and then i realized the movie i had seen the movie sfw <laughs> which okay. like aj said was one of these movies that came out at the time but i had never seen slc punk until uh last night i watched it for the first time and it was fucking great i i loved the um like that first person narration aspect of it it really kind of it, it made you feel like you're watching a book on film you know mm -hmm. um and and i did i i loved that story that feeling of when you're that age and you're trying to figure life out and life is super fucking confusing at that time because you, you're still a kid but you're not a kid but you're an adult and you're not an adult you know it's just really weird fucking time in life and i think they captured that time in life fucking really well and i i thought they did a fucking great job i i enjoyed this movie a lot i want to watch it again so i i will swing by Rachel's bunker to watch this one. So, so I'll say this. I'll say this about it. One of the things that, and this kind of goes to DP's point about some of the things that are flaws of the movie, or maybe kind of what they're going for. In as much as that, if you were a punk genre person, like a you, 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 mm -hmm. you classify yourself as punk in the '90s, you weren't really punk. Like, if you became punk when Green Day came out, you're not fucking punk. If you became punk when, like, the Ramones started or Joy Division or the Misfits or something like that, okay, that was punk. And I think that's what made... So, uh, like, but uh, I think that's part of it, though. Like, since when he became punk in the 90s, it wasn't what it used to be 20 years prior to that. I think that made it easier for him to give up when he realized it was kind of nonsense and kind of ridiculous. But mm -hmm. um, so, I, I mean, I, I would I would watch the movie again. I think my problem, Rachel, and this is going to be an unpopular opinion with you, is that I just think at the end of the day, Matthew Lillard sucks as an actor. I really do. I do, I, I do not like him. I don't like him. I think he was perfect for this role because he's unlikable. I'm not going to disagree yeah. with you in that aspect. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I feel like you're supposed to like look down on him and be like, are you freaking kidding me right now? Like what, what kind of life are you leading? Like you mm -hmm. just graduated college. Like, yeah. dude, get your shit together. Your, your like, dad's shooter McGavin. Yeah. Right? <laughs> huge. Where huge are you going in your life? Big friend of the podcast. Yep. <laughs> So, um, no, I think yeah. he was perfect for this role, but yeah, like he he does kind of suck. And but, but, I think mm -hmm. like Bob yeah. dying was like his wake up call, though. Like, and I yes. feel like from that point forward, he's like a very like <clears throat> serious. Like his acting got so much better after that point in the movie. Mm -hmm. Rachel, I'll I'll say too. Like I know it's a it's an important movie for you, not because you probably think it's one of the best movies ever made, but because probably you like you alluded to you watched it at a time in your life that it affected you differently mm -hmm. but like i like have garden state for you but like the, no, no, no. for me but yeah. like so but like for me no my my bunker movie that affected me the most um i brought it because of that was forgetting sarah marshall because mm -hmm. at the time i saw forgetting sarah marshall i was going through a horrible breakup i was miserable and like everything that jason siegel was by the way who's in slc punk you know for a little for a little bit yes <laughs> everything that he was going through 
like I'm like every the shit he was saying and doing. I was like, oh my god, I'm literally doing that shit right fucking now. Like, so it it, it really hit home. I mean, I would like forgetting Sarah Marshall at any point in my life. I don't think it would be one of my top ten favorite movies. Had I, which it is, had I not seen it when I did. When you so, saw exactly, it. yep. I saw SLC Punk for the first time. I think I was either fourteen or fifteen years old. And you're at that point in your life where you're like, yeah, like screw all the adults. Like they have no idea what it's like to go through this. Like Mm -hmm. they're so old. And now that I'm like in my mid thirties, I'm like, oh shit, I was a stupid kid. Like that, that movie still like hits home. Like I remember what it's, it's like to be like that. And it Mm -hmm. just, I can watch it over and over and over and just get so nostalgic. And that's so important. That's I mean, that's why we that's why we watch movies. Like that's what it's about. Like it's not necessarily mm-hmm. about always the best movies you see at one time, but but how they hit you, how they affect your life. That's yeah. what the bunker movies are about, baby. Yes, right. it definitely should not win an Oscar by any no. means, no. but for entertainment purposes, for being nostalgic, it's definitely up there. Absolutely, love that. Love that. Um, so I I I got a couple things I want to say on this movie. Um, Hello. All right, so one, which I, I, again, I just found this interesting. Um, so the their friend, which is named Mark, who was like the like kind of German guy. Um, yes. Like the last time they see him, they're like, oh, he he went to Florida, and then rumor has it that um, like he he died in a plane crash, uh, the way he was supposed to before, which I found very interesting because like two years later the dude Devin Sawa that was in that movie was in Final Destination, (laughs) which is a fucking movie about people that got out of a plane crash and still ended up dying from it. I I was like, holy shit, what a weird fucking connection. What happened to that kid? I actually loved him in the Final Destination movies. He was hilarious. Yeah, I haven't seen him much since then. I I don't know what happened to him. He's dead. I made that up. I don't know... (laughs) And uh, all right, and, and the other thing, um, and again, because I, I, I end up watching it on Amazon. So as you're watching it, like little trivia things pop up. And uh, Jason Siegel's character, like a little trivia thing popped up that said uh, the character he played went on to become Marshall Erickson and How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. which I mean, doesn't quite fit, but I think what they're basically saying was Jason Siegel used the backstory of that character from SLC Punk as his backstory for Marshall Erickson. And it totally fits, you know? He's like this kind of nerdy dude who's actually kind of a fucking badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. like, he wants to go and save the rainforest, and he's, you know, actually, like, seems goofy, but is fucking brilliant, you know? So it it totally fits that that character from SLC Punk ended up being Marshall Erickson from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, because he went to work for the National Resource Defense Council. Was that what yeah, exactly the NRDC? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So if anybody yeah. at home has not watched, forgetting, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Just start from the beginning. Where is it now? DP Peacock. It's on, or... uh, no, uh, Amazon. Amazon, okay. Yeah, you can watch the it's whole series so on Amazon. So fucking I've watched it through at least seven times. It's really amazing. So yeah. I I, I enjoyed it. I just watched it for the first time, like yes. within this past few months. Yeah. So so listen, listen, Great. listen, Rochelle. I think that's how her name is pronounced. <laughs> um, 
I think we established that. I think we've established that's not true. But um, uh, that again, I, I I might swing by to watch that. If you text me, can, uh, DP DP um, in the uh, Doomsday Bunkers, do our phones work? Uh, yes. Well, okay. We, so we've ringed up a system within the our tubes that we right. can communicate. If it's not a so, phone. Yeah. It's something else that we can text right, each right. other. If yeah. you text me, Rachel, hey, I'm throwing an SLC punk. I'll be like. Uh, I don't know. And then you'll be like, I got some bomb weed. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll be there. So I, I'm not going to. I'm wearing I, short shorts. You're like, all right, I'm on my way. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to SLC punk and chill. I'm like, all right, I'll be there. Give me, <laughs> give me, give me. I just need to shower. But all right. So we got, we got one more, right? One more. Ooh, and before, boy. before we get to this, like I said, uh, guys, um, AJDP, you're going to be very, very happy with this. I think. You know, All it's right. Gonna be, it's going to be a great conversation. Okay, I, I, I'm happy with the other picks. Yeah, I think you're going to. I be feel like this, this deserves a drum roll. Yeah, uh, DP, can you edit that in after the fact? He's he's googling <laughs> something, right? He's literally googling All right. shit. Just... <laughs> All right, we we'll put drum roll. Yeah, here. if you can, if you can, yeah. <laughs> if not, no big deal. Okay. So. My last uh, bunker movie pick is Garden State. Yes, that's what I'm talking about, baby. I did not put her up to this. I swear to God. It's seriously in my top favorite. No. So when I started listening to this podcast and we were talking about like your top movies and it was in your top 25, I'm like, okay, I might be a little in love with you because this is seriously one of my favorite favorites the the feel you get from the movie and then the soundtrack it's just like slc punk it's one of those movies you watch at the right point in your life and it just it hits you the right way and it's like holy shit and natalie portman is absolutely amazing in it just adorable oh my god it's just it's so good i could watch this movie on repeat from now until the end of time yeah and not get bored with it and Rachel, in all honesty, like, do you remember this? And I look this up on YouTube sometime. If, if ever I need, listen, in life, we all need a good cry sometimes, all right? And if I ever need, like, a good cry, I look up that scene on YouTube when he explains to everybody. Remember, he explains to everybody uh, about the fucking, um, the, the dishwasher and how her mother, his mother tripped over it and, like, that whole thing. He's, like, that one little, that one little piece that, they're, like, that changed yep. his whole life. I ball. I'm sorry. That's what he's. That's what he's in the tub with her, right? Mm-hmm. When he tells that story, I ball every time because that is so fucking tragic. It's so fucking tragic. He was like a fucking twelve year old kid, and everyone gets frustrated with their mother at twelve, and he just shoved her because he was so frustrated because she had tons of emotional issues too, mm-hmm. and it just changed the whole course of his life. That one moment. That is so poignant, and it's so sad, and it's so human. Like it's just like. If you can relate to anybody in any scene of a movie, that moment with with with, uh, with Zach Braff, I was like, it crushes me every time I, I hear it. It's so it's so good. Rachel, do you love that scene? I love it. I love every single part of that movie. I'm getting choked like, up thinking about it. Like it's so good. Oh, just, I mean, it's not one of Zach Braff's like finest moments, but like he was doing Scrubs, I think, at the time too. Um, but just the way that all the music incorporated into it, like I bought this soundtrack, like on CD, like 
if anybody under the age of like 25 is listening to this, they have no idea what a CD is. Right. Um, <laughs> again, again. I'm sure you can find the soundtrack on Spotify or yes. SoundCloud or whatever. The the soundtrack is just absolutely amazing. There's songs on there that I can just put on on my drive to work and just rock out and it just brings me back to that time in my life and it's just it's just amazing overall how the music incorporates into the entire movie and there I feel like there's not many movies that do that yeah and, and by the way I haven't watched I've never watched Scrubs and I and I know I should because I, I hear it's amazing uh, but uh, p- uh, some of the people that have told me about how great Scrubs is which is also written by Zach Braff right Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everyone tells me the soundtrack is one of the best things of of that show so like he just happens to have a really really great taste in music and how that music correlates with whatever he's filming whether it's a show or a movie um you see he's a very talented kid um i and that's one of the things i really that's shown through for me in, in garden state was just how good he captivated me natalie portman was good but zach braff just had me from jump street you know like when he's like waiting tables in that place with those really really douchey people like at the very beginning he's so miserable like i've been there i've done shit like that in my career so i don't know again i could go on and on about garden state you guys have heard it dp do, do, do you do you like garden state i can't remember you you enjoyed Dude, I, I did i i really enjoyed garden state and and i gotta say watching <clears throat> slc punk for the first time it made me think about Garden State, especially like the soundtrack, like the soundtrack on SLC Punk is fucking awesome. I get some really fucking great punk tunes on there. I'll give you that. I will. I will concede that. Yeah. Absolutely. And just watching it, it kind of made me think about Garden State. I'm like, oh, this is kind of that slice of lifetime in your life movie the same way Garden State is. And uh, the fact that that's her last pick <laughs> is fucking perfect. So. But yeah, uh, I, the way I said about uh, SLC Punk, it kind of made, reminded me of when I watched Clerks. And when I saw Garden State, it felt the same way. I'm like, oh, that's like, that's Timmy's Clerks is Garden <laughs> yeah. State. And then but I what, watched SLC what? Punk and I'm like, oh, that's her Clerks. But Dippy, how does so. Clerks, how does Clerks relate to you? Like when it came out? Like how, how did that? Oh, because I was a fucking... A, like I didn't go to college. I was out of high school, fucking loser doing nothing, you know? And I was like, oh. <laughs> and that's kind of how I felt. Like I was like, where am I going in life? I, I, I get this dead end job. What am I fucking doing? And, you know, clerks completely fucking smoked me with that. Yeah. Like I was working in a fucking in a parking lot, you know, <laughs> sitting all day, just fucking taking tickets from people. That'd be $2, please. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like it was a complete yeah. dead end job. I fucking hated life. And yeah. It, and that's how yeah. clerics hit me. I'd love to get then, AJ. I'd love to get AJ's thoughts on this, but apparently he's registering for fucking time life books or something right now. He's like, he's just, he's just like, I don't like this movie. So I'm not going to listen. All right. Say something. It's, I'm sure it's going to be brief and like, cunty, but just, you know, <laughs> I'm Look, trying to not seen, say that word. I'm sorry. I've seen Garden State once. I was not really a huge fan, but I don't know. Maybe I ought to give it another shot. So good, AJ. It's so good. And Peter Skarsgård in it. I mean, just love that character. Skarsgård, Sarsgård. I don't know how the fuck to say it. I love him, though. I think he's great. Um, I don't know. Uh, Rach, that is something absolutely. I, I, I'm so happy you brought it to the bunker. 
I didn't bring it because I thought I was going to get castrated by the three of them if I brought it. But it's my bunker. I can do what I want. Exactly. And I will come over <laughs> anytime you want to watch that. My bunker, my choice. <laughs> I mean, those are five great movies for the bunker. I, I got to really, you know, maybe I will go. I, I swear I put all these into a file somewhere and I don't see it. Maybe I will go back. And hold on, hold on, hold on. No, that's the vault I have. I do not have the bunker mm-hmm. movies. I'll go back and do that just so we have them all. The vault and the bunker. Those are two very different things. I hope everybody's listening. Yeah. The vault <laughs> and the bunker. These are very, yeah. not only are they different, they're very rational yeah. scenarios. They're, they're both repositories for movies. Right. But for very different reasons. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. only movies that we approve of. Right. We have both just excuses for content for the podcast. We have derailed (laughs) in reality here. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. All right. Well, uh, Rachel, sweetheart, those are five great movies. We would be happy to uh, uh, include you in our Hyperloop, the Elon Musk Hyperloop. Um, We'll add you to it. We have five bunkers now. We can all hang out in. I hope you got some cool shit in your place. Uh, you got some cool movies. We'll definitely come by and watch that. All right. Um, but and you by the way, I just gotta say, great fucking job tonight. It's not easy <laughs> a podcast that we've done. What did I say? This is our forty seventh episode mm-hmm. mm-hmm. earlier. So we've done forty six episodes, and you come on for the forty seventh. That's not easy. Okay. So appreciate you doing your homework. I appreciate you getting in on this. You've done a bang up job. Uh, but before we finish the podcast tonight, uh, DP, did you have anything you you mentioned something you might want to talk about earlier? Um, did I make that up? No, I, I don't remember telling you this, but I did actually have something I want to talk. No, about. did you so not literally say that when we were like in the in the in the bullpen warming up earlier before we? Maybe I did. DP <laughs> was DP was stretching. AJ was doing some soft toss. Rachel was taking some fucking BP, and you said something about one. Oh to... yes, I did. So. But uh, these are all sports analogies, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. Would you like me to switch it to porn analogies? Like uh, Rachel was getting full. Those ones I'll understand. This right. is why girls don't come on this show. Okay? <laughs> That's it. That's it. This is why, why I drew attention to yeah, it. You gotta have thick skin. <laughs> gotta have thick skin. Um. So yes. Uh, much like uh. Oh my God, he was in that. It was a runaway <laughs> hit. It's such a great Huge. fucking segment. Well, it's going crazy uh, on Twitter. Dan's Marvel Movie Minute. Oh, Huge, shit. Huge success, I, right? AJ's just redlined. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now I, I got uh, this will be Dan's uh, television recommendations. Oh, I like there's, this. Uh, there, there's a new TV show that just came out that is fucking phenomenal, and I can't recommend it enough. It's called uh, Kevin Can Fuck Himself. It's on AMC. And it, it dude, it is fucking oh, brilliant. Annie um, uh, Murphy's in it, right? A- Annie Murphy <laughs> from Schitt's Creek is a star. And it's uh, the, the basis of the show is it's about uh, like a sitcom wife, like in the vein of like Kevin Can Wait and Everybody Loves Raymond, where, you know, the husband does like all this wacky shit and then the wife just has to clean up his mess. So uh, the way the show goes is 
uh, when the husband's around, it's shot like a like a three three camera sitcom is shot. But as soon as the husband leaves or the wife is alone, it switches to like single cam film of the wife and like how she deals with what a fucking asshole her sitcom husband is. Mm -hmm. And she starts like planning his murder and you know, it, it just fucking derails from there, but it is a fucking brilliant show. It's on AMC. I think they're like four episodes in at this point. It is brilliant and I cannot recommend it enough. It's so fucking good. DP, I love this idea because I have been, you know me, I have lots of theories and, and, and weird stances on things in society. You know that. One of the things that I've been saying for fucking ages is that like every sitcom that comes out, whether it's you know, mostly, you know, comedic sitcoms are like they just take a giant shit all over men all the time. You ever notice that it's always like, dad, he's a fucking idiot. And mom has mm -hmm. to figure it out. Mom's going to fix yeah. it. Started with fucking like growing pains. Mm -hmm. Like Mary. Yeah, it's children. everyone. Like, the, like, the dad's this big idiot. And then the wife moron, just has to yeah. deal with it. Yeah, and so, fuck, yeah, that's and, what this one yeah. deal goes into. Dude's always, like her the dealing dude, with it. The, the girl's always too good looking, like King of Queens or yes. like that, whatever that one that uh, uh, fucking George Lopez was in. The mm -hmm. girl's always way out of his league. She's too good. He's a fucking idiot that she has to clean up. I like, and yes. that's like the, that's like what mainstream media is now. The dads are morons. Don't you right. love that? Like they mm -hmm. cater to like the computer commercials. They're like, hey, the new laptop is so easy. Even dad can figure it out. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, dad, the guy that bought you the fucking thing, right? Like, it's just like, it, it, I hate that. So I think that's yeah. a really like a, I would definitely watch that show because it's like a super yeah. like a it, different look at it. Yeah, they, they're going for like high concept. It doesn't quite get to high, but it, it's still, it's a really fucking cool concept. Especially the way like it goes back and forth from like three camera sitcom to like single cam film. It's like it's really fucking cool the way it's shot and like Annie Murphy is fucking great. She I just I love her from Shits Creek and she is great in this show. So Ra Rachel, will you, will you watch this show? Kevin can go fuck himself. Yeah. Which by yes, the way, what a great name. Him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get it's a trope, like, oh, the husband is an idiot. But as somebody who's been married and divorced twice, yes, men are typically idiots. They're Sorry, no, guys. Not Nothing. No, no offense. I mean, not denying <laughs> that. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> not denying. We know. <laughs> hey, I actually, now that I'm bringing up, you, you brought up TV shows. I saw an article today about some shows that are ending, but there's going to be one more season for each one, all on Netflix. One is Afterlife. Have you guys watched Afterlife mm -hmm. with Ricky Gervais? Brilliant. Oh, it's Brilliant so show. fucking good. There's one more season yeah. coming to that. Ozark, they're doing one more season of that. I haven't that, watched that crap. one. Now, this isn't a cancel, which makes me happy. Cobra Kai is supposed to be coming out <gasps> in the fourth quarter of this year. Not oh, canceled, I can't not wait. last episode. I'm sorry, not last season. Didn't say anything about last season. Just said quarter Just four, 2021. Season. Let's yeah. go. Let's go, baby. Dude, we, we you know, we're going to do an episode okay. on Cobra Kai. We can. I have no we'll, problem. We'll pretend it's yeah. about Karate Kid. We'll spend two minutes talking about Karate yeah. Kid. And then we'll just, and then just go Cobra Kai. Cobra so Kai. that way yeah. it'll be about a movie. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, we're doing Cobra Kai. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to do it. I'm getting ready. I'm actually getting ready to do a Cobra Kai rewatch just because I love that show right? so much. Yeah. So AJ, I went when right before season two was about to come out, I rewatched season one, then watched two right after it. Oh, so fucking good. It's I, I would do I would do both seasons again right now. It's that good. In the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so um that that's some great shit. Uh, DP, any any week you want to change it up to call you know the movie council podcast is the television podcast yeah. for the week television the, council the movie council presents yeah the tv council yes yeah. exactly right. we're, we're, we're gonna week. do that any fucking time i will do that because there's some good shit going right now i mean that's 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 and, our lives and, right now and rachel you're invited rachel, oh, you're gonna, rachel right actually yeah now that we're there now that we've reached that point we're getting to the end of the the show tonight um <clears throat> Rachel, bang up job, sweetheart. Uh, great job. You. Are you okay with the like the pet names I keep throwing at you? Because I know in a, like a, a real work environment, that might not be okay. We're not actually coworkers, so it's fine. That's true. <laughs> Although, let's be honest here for a minute. I am the boss, so don't <laughs> don't get cute. All right. First off, secondly, I think I have bigger balls than you, so I don't know if that qualifies hey you as a boss. Yeah, she kicked my ass in the gym many. Many actually, you made me like your bitch a couple of times. Now that I really think about it, every time, baby, every time. (laughs) DP, you'll 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 appreciate this. We finished a session one time, and I was lying on the mat, and she goes, "I have another client coming." I go, "All right, I'm just gonna lie here for a while." And she left. (laughs) (laughs) I just lied there, just sweating. Pissing myself on it. Yeah, it was crying, uh, maybe even. Yeah, maybe a I little think. whimpering. There, there was yep. going on. Yeah, so. not maybe. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no, she fucking beat you up in there. I'm telling you. Is she anyway. similar? Is she similar to the tr- uh, the trainer Marshall Erickson had? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lily tries to tell her off, and she fucking sends Marshall back to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. Oh my god, Jesus. Any 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 Hoosiers. Um. Hey guys, uh, hey. Great, great stuff tonight. What yeah, uh, this is a fun uh, one. We do need to decide actually because whether Andrew- whether we want Marky to come back is that what right? The- uh. Yes, and I'm going. I, I'll go with yes. You know, we, we've been doing it with him for a year, so yeah. So oh, he's gonna. We'll let Marky yeah. come back if Rachel's busy. Right. <laughs> oh, hey. Well, I guess another thing we need to decide too is like uh, after Andrew Harvey came on for his uh, his first episode. He oh, was DP's in- like good close personal friend. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes. I heard of him. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Marky's never coming back. Yeah, DP. DP. Yeah, DP and Andrew grew up together. Even though DP's like what twelve years older, you guys grew up the same. Yeah. Uh, but, but we did decide at the end of the first Andrew Harvey episode whether he was going to be in the movie council. Do mm-hmm. we need to go to a vote real quick if Rachel's in the movie council? Because I'm voting yay on that one. Uh, I, I will go ahead and vote yay. Yeah. yeah. AJ, I mean, it is a wrap, but uh, do, you, do you put Rachel into the movie council with us? Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Stop being coy. Come on. Yeah. I know he was trying to make it dramatic, but we need to. And then, by the way, I don't know if you know this, Rachel, but when you're in the movie council, you get to decide on what your title is, as long as you don't steal someone else's. So you you don't have to tell us right now unless you have something in mind. If not, think about it. Okay. Yeah. And you just let us know what your title is, and uh, Mm -hmm. it's yours. Yeah. And the next. As long as it's not Chief Boy Toy. 
Right. Or, or chief operating officer. Or you CEO. can have that one. Or, or that yeah. one. <laughs> no, no, you know. You know. So don't you don't have to give us an answer right yeah, now. Yeah, that's oh, that's a lot of pressure to come up with something mm. off the top of my head. I'm I'm definitely gonna have to sleep on that one. We did have someone at one point who was like the chief animation officer. Um, so you can like come up with anything you want. Whatever you want. It's yours. That's that's how I run a company. Chief Badass? I mean, that's like the first thing that like comes to mind. That works. Chief Badass. <laughs> uh, let me jot that down. Chief Badass. I mean, yep. She could be the movie council personal trainer. There is that. Unless she wants to, you know, switch up jobs, maybe. Huh? Yeah. There, there, come there in is, and be, yeah. There is that. Uh, that that's an option. Uh, whatever whatever you decide. Chief Ass Kicker. Yeah. That yeah. Works. And you, but you can have, we've made it clear, you can have multiple titles. Yeah. I'm a fan of multiples. So, they, yeah, I, yeah, we've heard. So we'll, uh, you come I've up with seen, a few. However, I mean, yes, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen them. All right, sorry. All right, so, all right, guys, before we uh, close up shop tonight, uh, anything, anything, DP, you got anything cathartic you got to get out of your, your system? Um, I, I'll just say, uh, please uh, give us a rate and a review if you're listening on iTunes. Uh you can follow us on social media at Movie Council Pod and uh, send us an email to moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. AJ, anything anything still in the system you got to to blow out there, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to say thank you to Rachel for coming on. Mm. Um, we, we definitely needed your perspective. It's important. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited. There's a, lot, there's a lot of man sweat and testosterone in this room, but... Yeah, we appreciate yeah. we appreciate what you uh, what you brought tonight. Yeah. So thank and plus, you, for coming. you know her bunker is gonna smell like really nice, like a girl. It's <laughs> oh be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, gonna lav- be like, like, pretty, like lavender, uh, like lavender. Yeah, like yeah, like you come into my bunker. It's like, dude, when did you shower last? And then you go to Rachel, like, oh my god, it's lovely in here. It'll be, be like that. She'll this be is nice terrific. Yeah, just like. She'll have some great art on the walls and shit. But, but uh, thank you for coming on. It's really, really fun. And yeah. it was fun. Yeah. Yes. And, and we will call on you again at some point. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. This is like a Luca Brazzi shit right here. I will call on you again. Right. The next time Marky fucks up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he deserves a vacation. He works so hard for you guys. He does. He does. He's just down there. He does? Just, just, uh, I mean, he does. Yeah, hey, he does. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? It, there's zero chance he listens to this. So let's just spend no five minutes making fun of Marky. Yeah, let's go. Just, let's go. just to prove Whoa. he doesn't listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't watch any movies every week, but I'm going to still sit here and be a fuck. Oh, God, we got it. Whoa. I got to drive to fucking Birmingham, Alabama. I'm like, dude, you live in North Carolina. You're not driving to Birmingham. You're lying. Like, <laughs> hey, you know what? Oh, I'm with you. God. I don't believe anything Marky says from here yeah, on he's, out. He's going to fly to Boston and cut my nuts off for that one. I'm telling you right <laughs> no, now. No, he's not because he's not going to listen to this. But what and so the- we will tell him next week. We said nothing but nice things about him, and he'll he'll believe us. DP, in the off chance that he listens to this, mm-hmm. we are all in a lot of trouble. <laughs> he does a own lot. a lot of guns. Yes, <laughs> he comes I mean, to work with a knife. Yeah, he's always brandishing his knife at work. Yeah, so. 
Yeah, especially once we do wow. the with the movie council festival, he will kill mm. us all at that point. But anyway, <laughs> all right. Um, uh, if there's nothing else, then we uh, we we call it an evening, right, kids? Uh, uh, Rachel, if if you'd like, I know you have um, worked somewhat somewhere early in the morning, but I gotta get like, up at five thirty. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say if you'd like to uh, partake in the after party, you can. If not, oh, totally. Okay, good. All right. Um, that's what coffee and Red Bulls for. Hello. That's, <laughs> That's my girl right there. I'm telling you. All right. So, uh, guys, <clears throat> we'll call it an evening. I think it's Marky's category next week, right? Is it mm-hmm. his subject? Yeah. We'll, and we'll, we'll talk about the uh, return match for the uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes game, too. Uh, we we got we to have a cram session over that. Anyways. Can I just I'm, say I'm, one thing before I'm you wrap? Yeah, of course. You say whatever you want, Mama. I just want to thank you guys so much for having me on. This has been a privilege and honor. Just thank you from the bottom of my heart. This was awesome. Ah, the pleasure was all ours. So Absolutely. Thank you for Absolutely. coming on. And we, and we really enjoyed it. To be honest, let's 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 be really honest for a minute. Um, no one else is ever going to say that to us ever again <laughs> when it comes to this podcast. Let's be. Let's just let's let's just call a spade a spade here. I mean, let's. <laughs> All right. But it was a pleasure having you and we can't wait to have you again. We'll definitely do it again. Um, we'll actually write some topics so we can somehow force you back in at some point. <laughs> like so it. uh so it, it was great. Yeah. Really we'll, good time. We'll tonight. force ourselves on you later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, what? I'm sure you can't wait. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> Tell me when. <laughs> oh god thank god this is over all right we are uh guys uh great job uh we will talk to you again in a week uh so for uh and again it's marky right so we gotta you know again we have to shit on marky uh we're gonna like send him like 17 text messages hey it's your turn this week dipshit you know like really uh dp i'm putting that on you get on marky all right right. uh so uh for myself for the hotshot banker mr andrew sherry for my chief boy toy mr dan sherry for our special guest the gorgeous miss rachel smith guys have uh an amazing week and we will talk to you a week from now good night good night Love you, Mom. The movie council is adjourned.